All right, guys, here we go. Big time episode of the Nordies podcast. The Vikings are officially back. Gopher football embarrasses yet again. The Timberwolves prove once and for all that they're the most embarrassing sports franchise ever. And Kaprizov signs with the Wild. It's all up next. Here we go. How are you guys doing? Feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I had a nice day. How are you? I'm feeling great. Sports Eric is officially back, and wow. I reserve the right to cancel being Sports Eric at any time that I want to. But for now, I'm feeling really good about the world of sports and my. Um, yeah, you had a nice day, particularly. Uh, but I mean, the Vikings won, so we all are in a pretty good mood. Yeah, the Vikings are back. Um, the Arsenal won the North London Derby in dominant fashion. What could go wrong? What could? We'll, we will find out sooner. Find enough. out next week. We'll go next week. <laughs> we'll be back with the opposite. I think it's the most manic of our podcast that we do. Yeah, with the sports, right? Because one week we're on cloud nine. Usually, as a whole, like you know, a lot of it weighs on the Vikings and the Wolves, right, and the Wild. But the most true to life and honest takes are when we are upset. Like true. this week, we're going to be in this great mood, and it's all it's wrong it's fake because we will come crashing down we should know that already yeah but let's enjoy it let's enjoy it while we can so um we are going to dive into this episode talk more vikings and talk more positive which we haven't been the last few weeks um but we need you guys to give us a follow first on twitter and instagram at nordeast podcast also subscribe anywhere that you guys get podcasts from and get the nordeast podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week yeah thanks for doing that All right, guys, we are having a really fun beer from our good friends over at Modest. One time, uh, Nordy winner for Best Brewery. Um, This is one that I've really been looking forward to. It came out a few weeks ago. I'm glad to finally get my hands on it. It was their Mallow uh, Campfire S'mores Lager. This was S'more Mallow. So Mallow is one that they've done quite a few times, and now they did a S'more version of it. I, I really like this beer. Yeah, it's usually like a little bit of a sweet lager. Um, with kind of some different flavors mixed in. This one I really love. I don't think it's like, I was a little worried when it said like, like campfire because I thought they're going to add that liquid smoke shit. I hate that stuff. Yeah. Hate that stuff. But it's not at all. It's just like a little bit sweet and a little bit maybe roasty from the like graham cracker. and shit. It tastes very much like chocolate yeah. to me. Yeah. Chocolatey too. I get a very, and looking at it, this is one of those mind F beers where you're looking at it and you're like, okay, that's going to taste like a lager. And then it just tastes like melted chocolate. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, this is a great, great beer. Really fun, too. Lots of fun. So Good go work. check that out. S'more Mallow from Modest. All right. Um, guys, lots to talk about today, and we have to start with our Minnesota Vikings, who are officially back. We are back on the bandwagon. We totally believe on them, believe in them, <laughs> and we think that now they are going to win every game probably the rest of the way. They'll probably go undefeated, um, and they'll, you know, obviously that puts them a pretty nice spot in the playoffs to make a deep run. That's my prediction. May never lose again. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I checked out the schedule. They <laughs> Not a lot of losses on I there. mean, they figured everything out, so they have no flaws anymore. So this game didn't get off to that kind of start. They ended up winning the game 30-7, to but they were down... 17. Right, yeah. I'm sorry, 30-17. to They were down right away, 7-0, um, uh, as the Seahawks drove right down the field and scored. We came back with a great drive of our own to answer them, make it 7-7. to Um Pretty much Seahawks came down again, kicked a field goal. It was 10-7. Vikings went three and out. Seahawks got the ball, went right down the field, scored again. It was 17-7. At this point, I was like, it's not our season. It's yeah. Just, it's, this is going to be ugly. Yeah. 
We, I, I think a lot of people were looking at that saying like, well, yeah. we tried. Yep. This team is just much better yep. than we are. And our defense is broken. Just, you know, that's kind of what I was thinking there. Well, they were. Point. I mean, yeah. they were broken for most of that half. And they have been up leading up to this game. Yeah. So, but like we said, they're fixed. So in this, um, it got to a point where it was like 17-7 and they had the ball. And I was kind of like, if we don't figure it out right now, we're going to get blown away. Was that when Cousins lost his shoe? Uh, and yeah. then took a snap with one shoe on. Yeah. And it was his plant leg. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so we end up getting the ball back. Um, we score. Uh, this time, Adam Thielen on a really nice touchdown. We get the ball back on a missed field goal by them. Late in the half, we go marching on the field. And I thought we were going to run out of time, but they timed it out perfectly. Justin Jefferson scores again um, to make it 21-17. Zimmer has not earned our trust in those scenarios where you're like, guys, you're screwing around way too much. Get on the goddamn ball. Come on. It's funny because I think that Zimmer butchers a lot of things, um, uh, especially when he's trying to, like, kill the end of games. Um, But I think one place he's been okay, actually, is, like, in the right before halftime, scoring with the right amount of time left like a three minute drill type of scenario yeah Yeah. he's better than that i never believe in him but Mm -hmm. he's pretty good at at doing that so they nailed this they went up at halftime and then they kicked three second half field goals the defense was lights out and uh they win 30 to 17 amazingly got a lot of pressure on russell wilson multiple sacks yeah Yeah. where he looked very uncomfortable how many times have it seemed like we're getting pressure on him and then he scrambles out and kills us with like a 40 yard yard pass but that didn't really happen no Definitely not in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was a really nice performance. And I was lucky enough to be at the game. It was a lot of fun. And I I would say that the crowd was like nervous and kind of down in the dumps about the start of the season to start the game. Pretty quiet. Definitely uptight. The second half, it was rocking in there. It was really loud. You could really tell the home field advantage. And so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think in an empty stadium, Russell Wilson goes on another scoring binge in the second half at some point, being able to do whatever he wants. But there were multiple plays where he had to make checks at the line and his players couldn't hear him. Receivers, you know, I love it when the opposing receiver is standing out there like waving his hands in the air. Like, what's the play? What's yeah. what did we change it to? You know, and Russell Wilson like the, never even looked over there to like the give him like a hand screaming. signal. Screaming. Screaming. They're coming down on the play clock. He's clapping as fast as he can. Like, get me the ball, get me the ball. And then we blow it up. Um, yeah, that happened quite a bit in the second half. I loved it. Thanks, Eric. Uh, Good job. Yeah. I, th- I think what we need to do is um, give some praise where praise is due, and that is with Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. Who's been really fantastic so Best far. Best quarterback in the league. This season, he has eight touchdowns and zero interceptions. He has the NFL record currently of games in a row with a QBR over or a, a QB rating over 90. It's like 19 straight games or something. He has like a good quarterback rating. It's the most consistently good play by a quarterback that's ever happened. I think he has the most completions without an interception going right now, too. Yeah, he he's just like... I Even when he missed today, he missed in safe ways, like, you know, low or whatever. Like, he didn't... There wasn't any dangerous, sloppy shit. And he hardly missed. Maybe two. They were a little off target. So he was 30 of 38 for 323 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. I just thought it was, like, such a smooth game from him. And, you know, we have been hard on Kirk many a time. We've said that Kirk is a nice player, but he's kind of a douche. And uh, still feel that way. But I guess today he was our douche. I wish he was. And honestly, I would say, like, I wish he played like this every week. He kind of has the last three. I mean, you can't say he was horrible in our losses either. Well, I mean, he led us into... A, you know what should be like a chip shot field goal range right against arizona yeah yeah um, and put up decent amount of points and we're just i mean we had we just got scored on like crazy last couple games uh there were the first two 
Um, so Alexander Madison had to step in for um, Dalvin Cook, who was injured, couldn't go with an ankle injury, and Madison was uh, you know, filled in admirably with uh, 112 yards rushing. He added uh, six catches for 59 yards as well. So he can catch. Huge day for him. Um, yeah, the screen game they had going with him was especially uh, in that first half was working really well. And then uh, Jefferson with a huge day, nine catches, 118 yards and a touchdown. I thought he was completely dominant. Yeah, fastest rookie in Vikings history to 100 catches. He and was so open. He was just a unbelievable. All day. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was a really fun, fun game. Fun second half for sure. Um, God, I hope they play like that all the time. It's really like the defense was the difference, though. The offense has been good. It wasn't that big of a difference. Especially like early on when like DK Metcalf was just catching balls at will and then running for 20 yards. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is going to be a long day for the secondary if they don't figure something out. Yeah, what the hell did Zimmer tell him at the half? He said, uh, I mean, you'll never get any specifics from him, <laughs> but he did say that they were surprised with the things that the Seahawks came out doing and that they were kind of caught off guard and it took them a little while to properly adjust, but he felt like once they did that they were, you know, winning matchups consistently across the board. And yeah, they clearly were. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it. we've been real hard on Zimmer and his defense, but it, it looked really good today. Yeah, well, other than the first like four drives for the Seahawks. Yeah. It looked really good. I agree. Um, They're one and two. Uh, the Packers are, when we're recording this, are currently winning. They could be at 2-1. Uh, Vikings are still just one game out uh, at that point of the division. Two home games coming up next week. They are home against the Cleveland Browns. Um, I would assume the Vikings will be three-point favorites, maybe? I think so, but the Browns are 3-0. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they're good, right? They're good. I, so, we'll see. Just home um, team usually gets those points. I think yeah. the Vikings will be somewhere around two and a half to three point. We'll see what the lines come out as, but um, yeah, I wonder how the public bets the Browns because if if you know the public is super into you know Cleveland giving points, you know like oh it looks like they're gonna win. I think uh, you know the Vikings aren't that good. I don't know. It, it could be either way. I yeah. think that like the public probably doesn't love um, Baker Mayfield on the road. Would be my guess. That's probably fair. I think that's probably it. But Especially here. And then the it's Lions the week after. I here's my thing, guys. All is forgiven if the Vikings are three and two at the end of this homestand. If they're three and two, you're probably either tied or game behind in the in the north, and you're you've won three in a row, and you're in a pretty good place at that point. And then one and zero in the division at that point too. Yep. Yeah. So I, I just think if they win the next two games, all is forgiven. If they don't, and we have a losing record, it's going to be a long, long. Season. Yeah, but two and three is not. It's not a death sentence, but the schedule gets a lot harder, I think. It's going to be a tough year um, schedule-wise, so I don't know. I I just think uh, the chance is there, and they just have to go out and and do it at home. What's your score prediction, then, for next week? Are you going to be there, Eric? (sighs) Yeah, I'm going to be there. I think the Vikings, I like them at home. I hate them on the road right now. Um, I don't think they're talented enough to be a very good road team. I don't know if they're well-coached enough. Uh, At home, I think they have a real home-field advantage. I like the Vikings 27-24. Okay. Ryan? That's an interesting score. I was thinking maybe even a little bit lower. Like, the Browns have a pretty solid defense. Yeah. And their D-line is otherworldly. Um, I, th- uh, I say the Browns 23-20. I think it's going to be 24-18 Browns win. So here's your schedule. Home against the Browns, home against the Lions, at the Panthers, uh, home against the Cowboys on Monday Night Football, I believe, if that's Halloween's on a Monday. Yes, that is correct. Um. Then it's uh, at the Ravens, at the Chargers, home against the Packers, at the 49ers, at the Lions, home against the Steelers, 
at the Bears, who had how many yards today? 42. 47, 40-something. 40 Unbelievable. And they had one net passing yard. So <laughs> net passing means, like, sacks take away from it. So including all the sacks, their passing game had one positive Well, what, they yard. had nine sacks, I think, is what they gave yeah, up? They yeah, just, it was just Justin Fields running for spinning, a spot head spinning and bad line, and it was just atrocious. That team is a lot worse than we thought it was going to be. A lot of people thought it was. They, yeah, they're in trouble. The Lions lost again on a NFL record 66-yard field goal, which is pretty exciting. And but they hung in there against the Ravens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who might be a little overrated at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know, guys. I feel good about it. And it's you gotta take your celebrations in sports when you when you can. So I think it's a Especially when you start Owen too with like kind of the bad luck yeah. that we had, you know? It's just God. just unfortunate. Many times through the season we're gonna be like if we had just, yeah, if we just didn't just blow out one of those two, two yeah, or, just made the field goal because it yeah. was so close, or just don't fumble in overtime, yeah, or just don't get that. You know, he, I thought he was down on that play anyway. Nobody's yeah. nobody's happier than Kirk Cousins that other people have blown, yeah, <laughs> fourth quarter slash overtime things. So sticking with the world of football, but going from good to bad, it's our Minnesota Golden Gophers who, on homecoming as thirty-one point favorites, lost to Bowling Green, but unforgivable. It is unforgivable. What a loser fucking team. I was so mad about this. I just think it's so funny when people are like, oh, man, but I just don't want the Gophers to do too well because then what if P.J. Fleck goes to USC? I don't think they have anything to worry about. I'm like, shit, if P.J. Fleck went to UFC or USC next year, I would be really excited because that meant that he really turned it around the rest of the rest Yeah, of the we were yeah. 11 and 1 and played, yeah. uh, you know, in the Sugar Bowl. You know, or if he leaves somewhere, then it probably means that we're in a better place than we are at right now. So at this rate, he's going to leave without a job. Yeah. I mean, it's this is really, really unforgivable shit. And this, I get, this the, like I get the, the Ohio biggest... State loss, like whatever, that's going to happen. But you need to clean up these like puddly. What do you call them? The Sisters of the poor, or yeah. mid majors, though, like just like not even power conference. Teams. We are literally paying a team like Bowling Green like three hundred thousand dollars just to come play us, come to come lose to us is the right. idea. Come, just run them over for yeah. sixty minutes, and who cares? Not didn't happen. No, Tanner I, Morgan. I don't even know if he should even be playing football. I was just saying, like, <laughs> I, has, we don't have a QB. And just when was a the lot last of decisions are bad. A pro or a, 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 even a college player, just a player in Minnesota sports, fell off at the rate that Tanner Morgan has. He was like, people were talking about him as like a mid round draft pick. Yeah. Mm. After the Auburn yeah. uh, bowl game win, people, people were like, were looking, oh. yeah. like, dang, I could see him getting a backup spot somewhere. Yeah, like you know? He could be a solid pro. Now I'm like, he's a bad college quarterback. He wouldn't yeah. start in Division two at this yeah. point. Just, uh, it's, I don't know what happened. Not Shit great. sucks. Um, really upset about this. All right. Well, moving on. Speaking of the Gophers, even more though, uh, came out <laughs> that local. Um, I don't know what to call it. Local legend, megastar. Sure, um, any of those work. Basketball superstar. Uh, Jalen Suggs of Minnehaha Academy. Uh, he came out this week and said he really wanted to go to the Gophers, but Patino and the Gophers didn't do much to recruit him and didn't make him feel wanted. Yeah. So that's why he didn't come here. Dude, he says in his junior year, he he probably would just would have committed, but he didn't really get any attention. didn't seem like they really wanted him. So he got attention elsewhere and went elsewhere, which is, you know, I don't know if he's saying that in retrospect. I don't think anybody really thought. That would have been a big surprise to us, right? If we had heard that Jalen Suggs had committed. I would have been such very a top, surprised. Top recruit, and they always leave. I'd have been surprised. I actually have a friend who has some good inside info um, from that camp, and was telling me all along the Gophers are only on there because he, you know, wants to be good to his local program. But like he was never going to go. That's what I was told. And that's what it would seem like. 
Um, so for him to say this was a little surprising, and he could just be like trying to shit on him a little bit and just be a dick. Well, um, or maybe he was just uh, playing his cards close to his vest, right? And and saying like, well, you know, yeah, I'm not gonna talk to you any more than I'm gonna talk to any other coach, and was hoping like maybe patino would show more interest yeah. you know what i mean like kind of just see see what programs were that like really put the effort in to making him feel welcome and maybe the gophers were like we don't have a chance anyway right like, he's gone yeah like i don't know we could, need to go could get be this a, kid from a, iowa or whatever and realistically <laughs> it's probably somewhere in between yeah right where they they, they showed interest and it, it didn't work out and so then he never really you know pushed it either yeah so. well either way i mean you kind of think what could have been there but yeah that's another joke of a team i think uh, if we want to talk about jokes of teams there's only one direction to go to next and that is our minnesota timberwolves who will now be <laughs> looking for their ninth president of basketball operations in 13 years which is a stat that is makes me sad to even say yeah um this that's because gerson rosas who was in that position, was fired out of nowhere this week, uh, shocking the sports world. Carl Anthony Towns just tweeted WTF. Yep, um, and clearly he learned from at the same time we did. We, along with everyone in Minnesota sports, was like, Timberwolves are such an embarrassment. But it turns out that Gerson Rosas was actually the embarrassment. I think, Yeah, but he's still representing the team. I mean, he, he did all this shady shit. As a representative of the team, it showed how much he cared about his job and his position and the team. So... Gerson Rosas maybe doesn't do this at a different organization. You know, it's still a culture thing, man. Um, yeah, but it, it just this guy. I I didn't really realize. He's a fucking loser. I'm gonna just give some stories that I'm not sure are real, and I'm gonna yeah. Let's just cite and source nothing. Well, you just you prefaced it with like this is you know conjecture. Could, this could, is, could this be is fiction. Twitter. Could be fiction. Yeah. This is what I've heard though. Is let's that go. What we've he heard. He was he was uh, hooking up with another employee, having a, an affair in the office, like not just with someone in the office, but actually physically in the office. Uh, he was caught by the then assistant, his number two. Um, can't think of the guy's name now. Um, when that guy confronted him. Gupta? Yeah, Gupta. When Gupta confronted him, he mm-hmm. like tried to make that guy's life hell and banished him from the building. Gupta? Yeah. Sashin Gupta is like the man, apparently. Yes, um, so Gupta was like banned from the building the last two weeks. And, and that's Rosa's guy. Rosa brought him over from uh, Houston. So I had heard that it was like an open secret in the office. And all they did was work. And this is from a, an article at the, in The Athletic. Um, all they did was work everybody. Like their hours were crazy. It was like, you all need to work Saturdays. You all need to work all the time. And he was just having like pretty much an open affair with someone. And he's married. And it made everybody really uncomfortable. But he would, like, punish you if you said anything about it, you know, like on the low. Um, And then he went to the Minnesota United game, which, Eric, you and I were at that game, and brought this woman and was, like, kissing her in the stands. And people saw it. And I think that's when it was like, dude, he's not even trying to hide this. Like, this is inappropriate. And he's made people feel so uncomfortable. Um, You know, they didn't like how how he fired Saunders. And then how he just like hired Finch out of nowhere that was all him and so he had just kind of pissed off enough people that it was like all right dude this is out of control with this guy um I actually don't hate those things and I guess everybody loves Finch which is really good to hear so I don't think this is going to affect the players that much and they brought Gupta up yeah to be like okay they didn't even give him an interim title but they're they're shopping um but I guess he's like this super fucking smart MIT guy uh, and if he's the, the guy, that's I'm fine with that. Like whatever. He Keep invented the NBA trade machine on yeah. ESPN. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yes, that's him. So he's like this cool, like new age kind of thinking guy, and he's in charge right now. So 
maybe he can get a fucking deal done for Ben Simmons. So I don't know. A lot of people think that the Ben Simmons deal is actually more likely with Gupta than it was with Rosas. Well, at least it gives you another shot. So like, Gupta has a really good relationship with the staff of the Sixers because with, well, Daryl Morey. He actually worked with Daryl Morey yeah. for mm-hmm. years, um, and was one of one of his jobs was to come to Morey with um, trade ideas for the guys that they were trying to get. Cool. And so he's worked with Maury a lot, knows what Maury wants and thinks, and was actually leading a lot of the trade talks even before Rosas left. So I like it. I'm fine with it. I mean, the whole team's a shit show. No, it's I don't think embarrassing. So. I don't think it's a shit show. But I think what? I, I think I think the public view of the organization as a whole yeah. appears to be a shit show. I think that the Wolves, Glenn Taylor, A-Rod, I mean, these people are invisible. They, they're not in the office. They're not right. there hearing these things. It's not like, you know, uh, assistant to the assistant of the GM is going to email Glenn Taylor and be like, Gerson Rosas is a dickhead. Like, right. And then they're going to be like, oh, well, let's start an investigation. <coughs> like that, that just doesn't happen. So yeah. these things can happen in a vacuum. But then once it gets out, I think the organization, I think the Wolves did absolutely the right thing. And they rectified it very quickly mm-hmm. and fired Gersas you know, almost immediately. Yeah. Once they found out, they probably interviewed staff and figured out what was going on. Yeah. Um, you know, got wind of the, the Minnesota United game and then we're like, that's it. Okay. We're out. So I think, I think that makes it look better. You know, the, the Carl Anthony Towns, like WTF tweet, he probably just saw the press release like the rest of us. Right. But where, then where Timberwolves was misspelled in their own. Press release. Yeah. yeah. Like, Timberwolves. Wolf, Wolfless. <laughs> um, and then I think um, they probably brought the team into a meeting or some sort of a conference call and said, okay, we understand how shocking this was, but here's the reasons that this happened. And so then the team was probably like, okay, yeah, we agree with that. And that probably makes a lot more and sense. And they're all like, yeah, that was really uncomfortable. I got, <laughs> I picked up on that energy. For okay. sure. So crazy. Well, dude, it's just more ridiculous bullshit uh, for Minnesota sports. Couldn't happen to a better team. You know, I'm still excited for this season. You know, I love I'm, I'm excited too, but I just think that um, Glenn Taylor is just like, he's just such a bad owner. I mean, like just maybe as bad as it is. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad person. So, I mean, I guess you could be like the guy who owned the Clippers before. Was Donald like Sterling. A, yeah. Donald Sterling right. was like a racist, like sexist jerk, you know, with all these terrible things. Like he actually a horrible person. Yeah, right, I'm right, not right. saying that Glenn Taylor's a terrible person. Maybe he is, maybe he's not. I have no idea. I, I can't speak on that. But I do know that he is just an absolutely clueless owner. And, uh, you know, it's not easy to win as a mid-market team. But, like, we've had every opportunity to rebuild this team, like, 35 times and yeah. have they've blown it every time ever done it i mean yeah. we've, we've won not since kg we've won yeah. in the playoffs it crumbles before it's season built every time ever in the history of our team so i i think it's just the sooner we can get him out of here the better and i, I didn't like the reports this week that uh a rod and Lori Lori were big fans of elton brand that's not ideal hopefully it's just a rumor that has not a lot of truth to it but okay um, it is what it is. Like just getting Taylor out will probably be addition by subtraction. Yeah, that's still going to be a little bit though, isn't it? It's couple, not at least a couple season. years. I think it's enough. next season or even one after it's two that. seasons. Yeah, two more he seasons. Has two more. Yeah. So yeah, he'll be around. He'll he'll fuck shit up for a while longer. Well, you can't crash the plane unless you're piloting it. You know, exactly. So Got to make sure. All right. Make well, sure legacy is intact. Well, uh, speaking of planes, uh, there's going to be a plane flying from uh, Minnesota to Russia with bundles and bundles of money on it and that's because <laughs> Kirill Kaprizov has re-signed with the Minnesota Wild five years 50, 45 million dollars which is an uh, average of nine million dollars a year making him somewhere around like the 25th or 26th highest paid player in 
the NHL, which to me seems like a is going to be a bargain at some point. If he continues yeah. to... Once we win our second Stanley Cup with him in five years, we're yeah. going to be like, what a fucking bargain. People are like, what? $9 million? It's like, yeah, there's a lot of guys in the league who make $9 million. And he's definitely going to be one of the top 20 to 15 players in the league this year. And hopefully he ends up in that top 10 range sooner than later. Um, the deal's going to look... I think the deal is, is going to end up being a, a really good one for both parties. He gets to be a free agent again at 28. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Wild get him for five years locked up. Uh, an asset that they can have for a few years. And if it isn't going well, he should be in his prime. You know, Very uh, tradable. Very, very, very tradable. Um, if it if it is going well, um, you know, they boost that salary up a little bit more and hopefully we built something around him that's good. So I think that um, I, I really thought he was going to do three or four years for seven or eight million. And they went a little higher than that. Um, you know, five years at nine million. I well, I guess per Russo... Um, who I think, as much of a kind of a D-bag he is, I think he's got pretty good sources. Is he a D-bag? I think he is just like... kind of weird. I think he is like um, either the first or second best hockey For sure, in, in the country. America. Yeah. Um, said so that this is the offer that's been on the table for a while. Yeah. Like, he just, just signed the one that they had given him and sat, like, let him sit with. We, we can't go any higher than this. This, this is it. Did you like, hear that he had also, like, you know... It, it's like, okay, we, they were trying to get him to hurry up and sign because it takes him a while to get over here. He has to come over and then quarantine for, you know, two weeks by himself. And he has to get all this paperwork done and all this shit. And he he was communicating with the team and his agents were as if he was in Moscow, wherever the fuck he's from. And it turned out he, he was like, psych, I'm actually in uh, Miami. in Florida. I'm in yeah. Florida. They're like, what? So he like <laughs> put a little sneaky on them. I'm not sure what accent that is. I think it's Swedish. Very, yeah, I was just saying, very like Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah, you were other, like, hey, I, other white people over on the other side of the with ocean. With blonde hair, same know. thing. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were like you were like um, gold Goldfinger. Oh, gold yeah. member? No, that's gold member is Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, maybe him too. Yeah, him too. <laughs> oh yeah. So smoke yes, it, I put smoke the little the pancake. Put a little sneaky on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so <laughs> a little sneak peek of Jimbo's pillow talk. Yeah. <laughs> In conclusion, um, I, loves it. I think that they knocked it out of the park with this deal. I yeah. think everyone should be happy, and they're probably still a piece away from really contending, but I think that they're headed in the right direction. That's, the only, that's the only annoying part, is that if this was you know the 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 best offer the godfather offer that the wild made that it we we couldn't do really any other business until we had this contract resolved yeah so now this now time has gone by yeah and now we've wasted a couple months who is this like jack eichel guy is he still around is he still available yeah it's he's, not gonna happen he's right? available just the price is high here's the thing i think that the reason we haven't made a big move is because they are so high on Boldy and um, what's the other kid's name? Yep, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Rossi, Rossi, Rossi. Yeah, yep. They they're so high on those guys that I think they're just afraid to trade one of them um, because I think they think they're like contributors now, like like going to play well, significant minutes. That'd yeah. be great. Like I think they're both gonna make the team and play like at least top nine forward. Yeah, Boldy team. should for sure. I think the other Dude, kid is be a be young and fast. Really? Team. He's a center too. Um, I. I think that they're so high on those guys uh, that they're like, mm, do we need to make a trade or can we just Well, wait? wouldn't that just be ideal? Yeah, well, if we just had well, awesome players that we already had that are young and cheap. And and then Fiala is in a contract year? Yeah, again. So And Fiala was quoted like, dude, we are all so excited about this season. We just think it's going to be super special and we're so raring to go. And, you know, he's saying the right things. All right, I'm on the bandwagon. I'm I am so too. <laughs> I am too. We haven't let... 
the wild make us bored yet and they will eventually but like i get very excited I'm before f- wild seasons I'm fully sucked in and then right i'll now. be like oh they started three weeks ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah nobody cares about hockey fuck Okay, uh, next up, Minnesota United. Are they the real deal? Another big win. This time they beat Houston 2-0. They oh. scored in the first 45 seconds, uh, followed it up with another one. They went 2-0 at home. Was that today? This was yesterday. Su- Sunday. Okay, Saturday. Yesterday. Yeah. I, Beautiful. I'm kind of bumped about this team. Yeah. Well, Did still, you watch this one? Because Saturday was kind of a big, busy sports day, so I didn't even know that happened. They're still only like fifth in the Western Conference. Do we even know how, how the playoffs are <laughs> No, I don't. I don't have any clue. Fifth I is probably been, the best. I don't yeah. know. I don't even get it. So. Well, it's a, yeah, very the Minis- it's a very Minnesota spot to be in. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. 13th overall in the league. You know, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. spot. <laughs> it's yeah, I they're know. coming. Okay, sorry, I should they're coming, I should right? on Eric's parade. I well, was, I'm just maybe feeling we just need some facts. Couple, couple good games here. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just hoping that we make a nice little playoff run. I don't late trust again. them after last season. Yeah, I mean that was really rough. That was a playoff game. We, we just up, could be like three to zero or something like that. Was, we were up two nothing, two nothing against Seattle. They oh, scored in like yeah, yeah. pretty late to make it two one, and then they scored two goals like an extra time in within five minutes of each other. That's right. God, what a heartbreaker. That little. Is that like he's a South Af- or South American dude? Reynoso. He's got like no neck at all. Yeah, Reynoso. Yeah, tiny man, very fast, very scary. He's a beast. All right, last Reynoso. last but not least, guys. Um, we're not going to get into this deep, but the Premier League is absolutely loaded at the top. Um, it looks like it's going to be an absolute blast this year. Uh, a lot of your your big time teams, Liverpool currently in first, um, mm-hmm. Chelsea and City and United right behind them. Uh, Everton off to a good start. West Ham having another pretty good year. And then the Cinderella story. The big surprise, Brighton, who I really like. I think they're such a, uh, a well-run team. Um, sold some big pieces, but still have some. Constantly signing smart young players. Um, they're a win on Monday away from being top of the table six games season. They will be one point ahead of Liverpool crazy. if they beat Crystal Palace at home. Which can happen. Oh, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Um, didn't know I'd have to worry about them. I thought it, you know. And then it, I just love to see, like, Man United struggle, which is so funny to me. You know, they went out and get, like, Ronaldo, and everyone's so excited, and they can't beat anybody. Um, but they're right there. They're like, I know. They're, they're like in a point too, away or something. Like, that's just the thing. Everyone is so bunched, bunched, up. bunched up right now. Um, and I think that's really exciting. So, feeling it with the Premier League. We we love it. We talk about it all the time. We're not going to get into any big details right now, but um, just lots of fun. Happening there. Yeah, as long as uh, you know, maybe City doesn't do that. Like November, they actually start putting their foot on the gas. Yeah, and then and just they win like yeah eight, twelve in a row, rattling off win after win after win. Yeah, that shit sucks. Um, but yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think Chelsea's in a better spot this season. I think Liverpool looks very strong having their full team back. Yeah, like essentially, um, I think for the most part, right? At least all their starters that had won the league the previous season to last season yeah yeah you know van dyke's back which is so nice he's so fucking dominant so yeah we, we're having a good time it's been really fun yeah andy roberts and even even eric uh you know started off it couldn't have been a rougher start couldn't have been couldn't have been. we were uh we were last place last place couldn't beat anybody including shit teams mm-hmm. but now now you're beating everybody you're beating tottenham which we all love whoop, to see whoop up, whoop up on spurs and north london derby it's was all, definitely cheering for, all you can ask for uh, for you guys on that one so yeah it's it's all fun right now all you can ask for. Hate the Spurs. Fuck Spurs. Fuck off you Spurs. <laughs> all right, guys. That's it. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Hopefully, 
uh, you guys had as nice of a sports weekend as we did. And uh, also, uh, later this week, check out our screencast. We have all kinds of things to talk about, including our rewatch of Bond, a bunch of cool shows, a bunch of recommendations. You're not going to want to miss it. So until then, thanks for hanging out with your friends here at the Nordies Podcast. And as always, score.